0: War in Ukraine, COVID, the Biden presidency, and the elections. You are listening to The John DePetro Show. Best lawn ever guaranteed contact lawn doctor of rhode island today now you can call them 401-392-1025 get a quick easy quote the best thing to do lawn doctor of rhode island they have a great website it's easy lawn doctor dot com lawn doctor dot com then just put in your zip code get a quick easy a quote your best lawn ever guaranteed take get part of their premium eight service program early spring spring lime late spring summer grub prevention early fall fall late fall lawn doctor online at lawndoctor.com. you're listening to the john DePetro show folks it's am 1380 99.9 fm you can always listen online at the website depetro.com this portion of our program is brought to you by pr landscape materials and garden center rhode island's number one garden center full-scale nursery they are open for the season they're open seven days a week doing great business we're located 3688 quaker lane north kingstown people come from all over to shop there you'll find out why large Wonderful selection, beautiful patio pots, vegetable, plants, and herbs, hanging pots, 10-inch, 12-inch moss baskets, screen loom, Multra available, full scale nursery, gift certificates are available. Look for them on Facebook. They're open every day. Shop local. Debbie and Steve and Junior and Byron. 3688 Quaker Lane in North Kingstown. It's PR Landscape Materials and Garden Center. And again, they keep up their Facebook page. Well, folks, a couple things on this uh Tuesday. First of all, I want to remind you, visit the website, dipetro.com. You can uh, visit the shop. Also, if you miss an interview segment, right there at the top, you can go into where it says um, radio show. And then that way you can, it's all in library fashion. You could go back and listen to a segment that you may have missed. If you want to reach me, get in touch with me. Uh, that's the easiest way to do it. By the way, if you also hear an advertiser, we have all of them listed with uh, both the phone number and also website and then also we have the shop where you can get great merchandise and on the website dipetro.com we have a lot of unique original content stuff you can't get anywhere else including we dropped a, a big one late last night late last night having to do with the missing person case this is charlotte lester she has been missing last seen alive on monday night may 16th in the apanog section of uh, of warwick and i have learned now so she went missing on the 16th police arrived folks this is a real mystery right now with a missing person police arrived on uh the, the, finally uh, people called in on the thursday to report that she was missing and then um on fridays when the police went and questioned the owner of the home on staples avenue and then that saturday it turned into a crime scene they sectioned um, sectioned off the whole house Uh, as we have covered they stayed there until friday just this past friday june 17th when then they finally packed up now i had first learned that they found some of her blood in the home so there's different clues pieces of a puzzle puzzle excuse me that kind of emerged and if you check out the website dipetro.com Uh, We were there last night. Uh, Police did come by. You can see that exchange. They were fine. I uh, respect law enforcement folks. We back the blue. Big supporters of law enforcement. But um, something that I have learned now independently is that when the police did execute the search warrant, they found that the owner of the home uh, got himself a new mattress. And he apparently got the mattress that week. So sometime on May 17th, or at some point that week the owner of the home suddenly got himself a new mattress now you may think okay what's the significance of that well where is the old mattress and what is there possibly in the old mattress Now we don't want to speculate too much but again if it was treated as a crime scene they dug up the septic septic system and he got himself a new mattress uh, that leads police to from what i understand possibly believe that there was foul play and it occurred on the bed if you will or on certainly on the mattress so much that then that individual had to um, get rid of the mattress uh, that at least that's the speculation it's just interesting some of the things the police would find after they execute the search warrant okay someone could say no i've been i've been thinking of getting a new mattress for quite some time i think that's interesting Something else that we've also learned, from what I understand, is the owner of the home, uh, very, very, his attitude was almost brazen and confident dealing with law enforcement uh, to a degree of cocky. Um, And from what I understand, he was almost taking kind of a brazen position, like you're not going to find her. So now he didn't come out and admit to anything. But that was the general impression that from what I understand, he was almost giving off to law enforcement of like, yeah, I, uh, I haven't seen her and she's missing and you're, you know, you're not going to find like that type of thing. You're not going to find her. Now, someone could say, well, I just meant, you know, she takes off and I, I doubt you're going to be able to track her down or locate her. But from what I understand, it was more of an attitude of uh, pretty confident like you're not going to find this individual that you're looking for. Now, there's another story on the website, and I want to give credit to this. Parents United, they issued a press release regarding Dan York and some of his actions down the dial. Folks, there is an epidemic. Now, in a, in a different twist, though, Channel 12 has this story where it's a cheerleader coach. But what makes this story a little bit different is just the fact that that it was a a female former cheerleading coach charged with child molestation and from what we understand so this is a woman and i believe coaching young girls so that's that's different i want to play that and then today's also a day with governor mckee is going to sign in the law these gun bills and it's a disgrace and i want to i want to touch on that i'm going to touch on the the gun bill i want to play this piece from channel 12 regarding the cheerleading coach so competitive cheerleading charged seven counts of child molestation, according to the East Providence Police Department. There is an epidemic. Children are under attack. If you're a parent, if your child is around any other adult, you really need to be on guard. Here's the story.
1: First breaking on 12 News at 4 over on WPRI 12, a former cheerleading coach from East Providence indicted on seven charges of child molestation. I'm Mike Montecalvo. And I'm Shannon Heggie. New tonight, the booking photo of 33-year-old Alicia Tax, who was recently living in Cranston. According to police, she was a competitive cheer coach when she allegedly molested the victim. She was arrested by Cranston police last Friday and is being held behind bars. 12 News reporter Amanda Pitts is live in East Providence with the details we're wow. learning from police. Amanda? Well, Mike Shannon, that alleged victim is an adult now, but police say was... 12 to 14 years old at the time of these allegations and that victim reported to police that these molestations happened almost every day. A former cheerleading coach facing seven counts of child molestation. 33-year-old Alicia Tax, formerly of East Providence, was arrested at her home in Cranston last Friday and charged with five counts of first-degree child molestation and two counts of second-degree child molestation. East Providence Police say its Special Victims Unit started its investigation last month, learning the victim, who's now an adult, was repeatedly molested by tax over a two-year period when that victim was 12 to 14 years old. Police haven't said where Tax was a coach, just saying she was coaching a competitive cheerleading organization when she met the victim in 2012. Adding that, quote, the victim reported that the sexual assaults occurred in East Providence and Barrington during that two-year period and occurred almost daily. The idea that that it's every day tells me that this is a relationship which that person fostered. Attorney Tim Conlin has been representing victims of sexual abuse for the last 40 years. While disturbing, Conlin says to him, it's reassuring when these types of cases come to light, because it's not that they're happening more, but being reported more. I think the frequency of it was at least as high, if not higher, before. And what you're seeing is the
2: public saying and the the victims saying, the parents saying, we're gonna do what we gotta do,
0: because it just can't keep going.
1: Tax is being held without bail. She'll be back in court later this week. East Providence police urge any other possible victims to contact them. Live in East Providence tonight, Amanda Pitts, Twelve News.
0: It is interesting how quickly they moved on that compared to the whole North Kingstown thing. We'll have to wait and see. I'm sure uh Pork boy will just dismiss it as no big deal. Something he and his friends would have laughed at back in the day. Now, folks, as far as Governor McKee's going to sign these gun bills into law coming up later today i want to point out that i am very disappointed in the republicans in the state senate and specifically someone who's gotten a free pass from this whole thing and i've never i've really been a fan and then he proved why is that state senator dennis algier who didn't even show up to vote you know state senator jessica de la cruz she can go on and on and make a big scene now, Well, <clears throat> she was uh you know a big fan of his and keep in mind she announced she was going to challenge uh run for the senate uh, excuse me congressional seat in congressional district to the Lynchman seat month later withdrew from that race from what i understand it's because they kind of promised her that she'd be the senate minority leader she's been very outspoken in the aftermath of uh governor of the state senate how they pulled that slick maneuver took the piece of legislation from the house even though it got deadlocked in the uh, senate judiciary and but that could have been voted down state senator dennis algier who is the senate minority leader where's that guy he missed the vote you know i was going back and forth with someone saying you know i there should have been more coverage of this and so forth folks it comes down to votes in the committee you could have five people outside the committee room chanting and 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 protesting and making noise you could have five or you could have five thousand but ultimately ultimately it comes down to what happens inside with the votes you know i am i feel like i'm at a crossroads right now with the rhode island republican party obviously i want to be supportive but people like State Senator Jessica De La Cruz, you you have to you have to go all in. Now there's, there, it is beyond unacceptable that State Senator Dennis Algier skipped the vote regarding the gun bills in the Senate. He could have voted, he could have voted. It was deadlocked. It should have been defeated seven to six. He didn't go and vote. Why didn't he vote? So someone was asking me, I can't believe and we need more coverage of this and everything. Folks, you know, <clears throat> one thing I'll say about law enforcement is when I would cover them uh, when they were coming under attack by Black Lives Matter and Tifa and others, you know, they, they went all in to defend themselves, stand up the best they could. I, I, I go and I root for people who go all in, who do everything possible if if the state senate specifically the republican party if they're not going to give it their all you know would you go to you know you've if you are a celtic fan you see sometimes they go the the nba the national blowout association where the team just starts to fold and they're down 25 they realize they they don't feel like trying to come back so then they are content to just get blown out by 30 points would you go to gillette if the players are going through the motion to go to Foxborough Stadium, players are going through the motion, and Patriots. As you know, it, as a fan, it would become, well, listen, if they don't care, then why should I care? Well, that's how I feel about the state Senate Republican Party. And, and Jessica De La Cruz, you want to be a leader. Hey, call out someone who drops the ball. Call out someone that doesn't go all in. How do you not have all your people show up for such an important vote? That Senate. And on top of that, state senator republican i recognize most people won't know who he is but he's the senate minority dennis Algier, on top of that he's even leaving he's not even seeking re-election which means he could vote any way he wants and get no blowback how is that possible unless he cut some kind of a deal where he didn't have to go but i was very disappointed on that so i know listen of course it's wrong and Governor McKee, it's all political with this crowd. Is this going to have any bearing on safety? The absolute, there were three shootings over the weekend in Providence. No, it's not going to have any bearing on that. And yet they don't care. They, have, they make no bones about bringing out you know, these mothers that their children die of gun violence. Most of the time, a lot of times, it's gang members. It's retaliatory or it's targeted gang violence. Keep in mind, Alorza disbanded gang database and i also want you to remember one of the largest issues and problems with a lot of these shootings and violence is that no one comes forward to cooperate with police and you never hear it addressed but that whole business with the the the, the republican party in the state you know at some point you got to just question are you really doing everything possible people took uh, spent a lot of time a lot of effort by the way, I, I still don't think it's going to hold up with the U.S. Supreme Court, but you know, and maybe things will change with State Senator Jessica De La Cruz becoming the new minority leader. But that Dennis Algier not showing up—that is despicable, and it's it's really unforgivable. All right, folks, a lot more ahead right here on the John DePetro Show. J Perry Paving, folks, you can depend on J Perry Paving. They provide high quality. Fair pricing, exceptional service, over 20 years experience, specializing in commercial paving, residential paving, seal coating patios, and much more. Call them today for a free quote, 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. They are tremendous. They also, how about this, once a month, they provide a free paved driveway to a veteran. And remember, whether it's a brand new paving project or just a cracked driveway that needs to be refreshed Call J. Perry Paving for a free quote. It makes a huge difference in your property, in your home, in your driveway or patio. 401-732-1730. J. Perry Paving. 401-732-1730. You can also find them on Facebook. They're terrific. Hey, get that driveway paved. Call and book an appointment now. 401-732-1730 for J. Perry Paving. Thing, to the John DePietro Show weekdays, we start at eleven. We go until 2. It's AM 1380, 99.9 FM. You can always listen online at the website, com. Joining right now is one of my siblings. She is an independent columnist, opinion maker. It is Donna Perry. And DJ, I want to start off local. Uh, just this situation with Governor Baker, with the T, uh, worker shortage. This is this is very serious for the commuters and uh, the people in Massachusetts.
2: Yes, it is. And, and great to be with you again, JD. Um, you know, what is playing out when you look at the T here and you look at these other subway systems. Um wh- what's happening now is we are at this very moment where they really have this uh shortage of trained people which is obviously very very concerning John when you think of they're operating subway cars. Um and if you're following in Boston there's been no shortage of accidents and you know near misses and things where uh there's been a collision or it goes off the track and and there is a real question about the full training level and getting enough people who can competently do that so then what has occurred in just very recent days is that without a lot of notice to the public the t just kind of stumbled out and said like we're we have no choice. We can't run all the trains in the line it, along the lines that we normally want to. And during the week, there's going to be a lot of lines they are running on a, like a weekend schedule. Um, and it's just very concerning. And also, you know, I think it's a larger issue um, as cities like Boston are trying to really, really get back to, you know, the pre-pandemic level of people in the city, people moving around the city you know, doing jobs, getting in off. Uh, they need to take the subway. They come in on a commuter rail or or even if they're driving, they need the T. So it's just a very big issue. And I think that is one corner of the, you know, running the state and certainly the city. I think Baker feels like he just never really is probably very frustrating to him. He didn't really get, you know, fully get the T and the MBTA management where he wanted it to be. So it's a very big issue. And I think it's just part of what we're seeing with a lot of transit systems.
0: Folks, again, we're speaking with uh, Donna Perry. And what's the plan going forward? I mean, this is just not going to work. They're talking about, I think, reduced service.
2: Right. So, you know, I think that's partly whether, you know, I don't think they have a lot of choices, John. Like I say, I think this is all playing into – Um, the transit systems, they either don't have enough workforce. They also, John, this is a larger issue where they wanted, let's say where there are older lines, there was supposed to be upgrades. And then there was kind of a shortage. And I think you see this in a lot of places with even having the labor and the construction help for instance. So they need to repair parts of a line and then you don't have enough workers. Um, and again, I think you know, Baker, who was really chugging along prior to the pandemic, I think, and it obviously management of that swallowed him up really. He's not running again. And I think he's been very, very frustrated. they they use a private uh, of course, it's like a French company that really manages it for them. and that's pretty typical today, you know, so, and they have supposedly the know-how, but Boston has really old lines, of course. You've got old train track, so it's a big issue. And again, it's just all hitting at a time when you're trying to tell people who wanted to be staying remote with their jobs, oh, the city is you know humming along great and you need to get back into office places. And I think it's hard if you're saying to people, we can't really offer the train service as speedy and as efficient as you want.
0: Folks, again, we're speaking with uh, independent columnists and it's Donna Perry. And DJ, this is an unusual case about... All the talk we've heard about insurrectionists and and uh, the J six hearings, and who would think? Not only did Stephen Colbert's staff get, get dragged into it, but there's even a local connection.
2: Right. So you know when this story broke about the Colbert staffers and they were they were at the January six committee hearing, and apparently, like I think seven producers uh, etc. John. And they, so then they didn't have proper press credentials the way this is being reported to be in, obviously there's a lot of security just around those committee hearings, right? Because of the nature of the situation. So then they were in some form told to leave. So they left that committee building and what's being reported is later in the day, Um, they appeared, and much later when there were certain, I think entrances not, you know, locked, et cetera, they somehow were in the Longworth office building. And these are the huge congressional office buildings where, you know, all various reps actually work, which is different from kind of where the committee hearing was. So Jake Auchincloss, who is, you know, a new freshman mass Rep his staff in office, and it's not fully fleshed out. They've been kind of dragged into this because they were mentioning certain democratic office holders, supposedly, their staff coordinated with them, and they said, Well, oh, they tape in here now and then. There hasn't been a statement from um Austin you know from his own office, but i I think John, it points to this whole issue where like you know people are looking at the hypocrisy so apparently they were in there they were they were not just detained which was a word that they originally CBS news finally acknowledged but they kind of buried it that they were actually arrested um because of the breaching you know of of going in buildings when you don't have authorization um in, and, and today the way things have been obviously there's a hot, lot of high security in these buildings so you know, then they were found to be near, you know, minority leader Kevin McCarthy's office. So obviously they were, you know what I mean? They they believe they were trying to tweak some Republicans, knocking on a door, maybe trying to catch someone off guard. So Arten Kloss, I think, it, it needs to make some kind of a clarification. Um, and then again, you know, let's be honest, we all know Colbert. He's not just a partisan, J.D. You know, he, he is almost like carries water for the Democratic Party. Oh, yeah. You, he's you know, like an his, activist, right? Like, uses yeah. his show. I would say he's up a notch from some other people in their Absolutely. shows. Yeah. So, you know, I think again, there's this issue you and I've talked about it that there's a lot of hypocrisy. Now, if this was, yeah. let's say, a GOP protest group right. and they were the ones saying, Well, we got confused of where we were allowed to be, for which I think is what these producers were trying to say, you know, and say, um oh, gee, but the the staff of this congressperson allowed us in here. You don't see the media chasing Ochenklaas saying, oh, no. so you like green-lighted this? <laughs> mm. um, and I will say most of the Boston media doesn't seem you know, like you want to pick up on it. So that's where that is. But again, I mean, I think in the wake of when you have this January 6th committee and you have – You know, people have been like constantly talking about like they almost ruined our democracy. And then you have, let's like we say, there are some very aggressive activist groups on both sides. That's right. So there that story just is getting a very lukewarm amount of coverage. And, you know, I don't blame people on the GOP side when they think they see a lot of hypocrisy of how this is getting covered.
0: Folks, again, we're speaking with uh, opinion maker Donna Perry. We're going to take a a quick break. Folks, much more ahead with uh, Donna Perry right here on the John DiPietro Show. Propane Plus. For heating and cooling, call Propane Plus today in Massachusetts, 508-252-3359. In Rhode Island, Propane Plus number 401 885-4209 good for the environment and also now it's renewable online at propaneplus.com, com. propane plus heating and cooling in massachusetts call the rehoboth office 508-252-3359 and in, R- in rhode island 401-885-4209 you can depend on propane plus we're spin- speaking with independent columnist opinion maker it's donna perry and dj um uh, make no mistake about it i mean that front page story in the New York Times about President Biden, about the Democrat Party, about the whispering going on—boy, um, there there seems to be whether he likes it or not, but just a real effort within the party of people that are very fearful of him kind of going in the bunker and basically saying, "I am running again for a reelection," uh, you know, coming up for twenty-four.
1: Yeah, well,
2: you know, John as we have pointed out. So the little bit that people will go on the record or anyone will go on the record. I mean, when you see like an inkling, you know, the old thing in politics, well, that means there's like a mountain behind it of what what is the whispering going on. I mean, I think it's not a question of if uh, the party will have an internal battle. Now, I'm not saying, you know, but it's a question of, to me, it's when it's going to all spill out. But also, you and I know, When you've been around, that like once someone is in that White House and all John, all the power that goes with that, and all all the way to control jobs and big jobs and money, let's be honest. So it's not, you know, it's not as easy as maybe people, if they're a casual observer, would think. I mean, he's in there and his team, they're not like they, none of these people, nobody goes quietly in the night. So, you know, he can have. He can fall off his bike and he can, you know, <laughs> bumble and do some some of these things. But I I, I see like a big fight coming um, because there are people who want these kinds of stories to bleed out like that. Um, and then there's people on his side. You know, John, that then the old thing is they say then they're going to only close ranks more. Um, but I I think it's showing like when you look at all the issues that are facing them um all the issues that are just very very tough issues they are going to just keep closing ranks because john you know these kinds of like a white house they don't know what else they're going to do right like he better or worse maybe it was ill-advised but the national party right like there were people who were get very neck and neck with him when you go back and you look at a bernie sanders right and there was like yeah. a lot he's bernie always had like a strong capacity of loyal following. And I used to say going back, Bernie had like, I think there were a lot of independent people who originally before yes. they decided it was Hillary. Right. Um, you and I've talked about that. I used to think, but you know, Bernie and before it got crazy, I thought, I thought he could have pulled an upset. So, you know, he's, although also in a, too old, but I'm, I, I'm saying, I think he carries still a fair amount of leverage And there are these other people who, you know, I don't know, like they just are all beginning to, I I think they sense that he can't do the job certainly in a second term when he's, when there's a lot of these, and these are massive issues facing his White House. This is not smooth sailing by any stretch. Um, He seems to have sometimes very junior level team or people are in these big positions because they were hired because... They had to be, you know, this kind of a person. And they always, you know, Jen Psaki would always say representation matters. But other people might say, well, uh, competence matters. And, you know, whether you talk about uh, people like a Jennifer Grenholm at energy and they, they don't know how to deal with this huge gas uh, rising price problem. So in terms what, what of it, though the whispering, I mean, I'll, yeah. I'll just finish What does it saying.
0: tell you? Let's, and let's just finish. I mean, uh, th- this story couldn't be ignored. Right, I mean Father's Day weekend, the Saturday, front page of the New York Times, and it it was pretty lengthy. You know, worries about age successor, yeah. the whispering has started, um, and and we will get to the Wall Street Journal editorial, but yeah, but Donna Perry, it it really when you go through that very extensive New York Times story, there there doesn't seem to be anything of that you could consider, you know, good news with this whole thing.
2: No. No. Um, and they just they don't have, like I say, I mean, they, but, you know, people want those certain people want that story to run to that degree of prominence, yeah, too. Right. So it doesn't get there by accident. And it's um, assisted. And that also shows where the knives are really out, John. Like, mm. I, I mean, whether this is a way to, and you don't know behind the scenes, like, are right. they trying to, there are people who I would say I've tried, even though people think no one likes her, there could be people who are trying to embolden Harris yes. to, you know, she is the VP. That's Um, right. and obviously there may be people who are trying to embolden her and say, you know, you, you're not going to be able to just sit on the sidelines and you're kind of, you know, so there's, I think there's a lot of people have a lot of agendas and they want these stories out but again i think then it it, you know it what it does do that's even more harmful to them and we've seen this in recent days he becomes extremely defensive and you know and um you know he's thin-skinned and and i maybe a lot of presidents are but i think all of that adds up to like i say the the internal battle is really really starting to you know get going it seems
0: Look, so, sweet with Donna Perry and DJ, you could also like today. You know, there he is snapping at reporters, and
1: yep.
2: I want
0: your take on that Wall Street Journal piece of that they've finally come to the realization that he he is just. This is not about policy. This is not about leadership being able to sell sell an idea. I, I think the Wall Street Journal, and and you're starting to hear it from Democrats and certainly progressives, that he clearly. This is a different thing we haven't seen. He's not up to the job because he's too old.
2: Yeah. Well, that you know, that's the thing. Like I think you're right. We kind of haven't seen this. You can't even go back to Reagan because that no. was at the very end of his term and right. and Reagan had two really powerful terms. Said shaped, let's be honest, completely shaped the 80s and and yeah. beyond. Yeah. I think what you know, and the Wall Street Journal really, really you know nailed it, of course, and they 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 John they also do very detailed reporting. They're not just pulling it out of thin air right. um, and his team just slaps it back. But I think yep. that the you at the public's perception that we have not seen this in a long time, the public confidence by the American people top to bottom, is that this guy is not up to the job. Right. Um, and, and I think you'd have to go back to see that level of whether it is on any of these pocketbook issues, the spending, the bigger economic, you know, picture. And and John, that's like very frightening to people. And they feel mm. like the president does not know how to manage the U.S. economy. No issue is going to be bigger than that. Yep. And when people talk about all these other issues and, you know, the thing about if I made the, the Wall Street Journal piece and saying, they They interviewed prominent economists, and they not right. didn't interview just uh you know some guy in the street. and the fact that, as you say, Biden on his Rehoboth Beach weekend, oh. you know, the reporter was really just reiterating what they were, like again, that was factual information, and they talked to multiple high level people, and they're saying, no, this is the highest likelihood that a recession is coming. In a very long time, and they quote this data piece, they say like 44% chance it's going to come, um, which is actually considered meaning that's a very, very high likelihood. I I just want to stay on the age thing for a
0: moment, and especially this line, uh, Biden can be stubborn, and as anyone with older parent knows, taking away the car keys can be a difficult conversation. The president may (laughs) not want to leave town as easily as some Democrats want him to. Donna Perry, like we said, as much as the party may say, you know, he's not up to it he's he's a stubborn guy he's got you know jill biden likes being there he feels hey i'm the guy otherwise you would have been stuck with bernie sanders i i think this is a difficult situation that as much as everyone else says they don't want him to run he'll be 82 and after this term that that doesn't mean he goes quietly into the night
2: well right and john and you you very rightly have alluded to this uh i think before that like not only does what is very troubling of not only the way he reacted to that and that what that uh, article and what the op-ed said, it, he's thin skinned. And what that also tells you is a couple of troubling things. He's very defensive, yeah. Um, yeah. stubborn. And as you say, as an older, very senior person who is being asked to manage, let's face it, probably too much information yes. that he can't handle. Yeah. Well, it also tells us something like he's probably unwilling to listen to some probably right. key staff, John, who yes. are who made for what we don't know may have well cautioned him yeah. to go different ways in different policies. We've seen, mm. and whether you go to the COVID spending bills that got into multiple and the trillions um where now you know we don't know and and again you his demeanor would suggest that he could be defensive he could have that attitude of when someone's very senior and also having these struggles and trying to say to a younger staffer who may be more contemporary you know trained john and he's saying well i've been around here for 45 years that's right like i'm just telling you you know Mm. and and you get that sense from sometimes these odd, again, very defensive replies mm. to the media. And yes. um, I, what, what disappoints me is that you don't see a comeback, or at least it wasn't shown. Why didn't the reporter say, excuse me, Mr. President, you know, th- these are like detailed data points that I'm talking about. Yeah. you know.
0: Like, And yeah. I want to just touch on the, the Saturday thing, because I think that Donna Perry, um, you, you, before we take a break, you worked on Capitol Hill and there's the element of, okay, it's Father's Day weekend. And let's do a photo op and show right. him out there, Delaware, right? But this is where I, I just feel he's not well served. Okay, you want to put him on a bike instead of just going for a leisurely walk with the first lady. Okay, that's fine. He's got the helmet on. He's got the bicycle shorts on. Fine. I, I don't think he needs the gloves. You can just have him on a regular bicycle. But they actually had him in, for those that do bike riding, you're actually like in a stirrup. They put you in where your feet are in like just not on the pedal, but they're like in the pedal. Yeah.
2: Now,
0: here's where listen, he's not some 28 year old, you know, BLM right. activist, <laughs> right? Whose idea was it? Why does it like? Did, why does it have to be that? I'm sure Mayor Pete knows how to ride like that. If you're not used to it, when I've gone to the old casters, now it's NBX, but you know, I've, right. I've been there, and they're showing people if you are not familiar how to literally dismount. You can fall down like that. So here's where I think it just breaks down. Like, what? what are, he is 79 years old. He trips going up Air Force One. Whose blanking idea was it to put him in the stupid stirrups of the pedals? <laughs> like, <laughs> these people are impossible. Well, that's so. Of him on a regular basis. Three-speed bike. That's all you need. Like, they are impossible to deal with.
2: Right. And, John, that is such a great point because – and I'm certainly not any kind of an athlete or a bike rider. And you're right. Like, I saw that in in that way too, and I thought – like I felt bad for him, actually. I'm like, who put him in that? Those are for got people who do like these Iron Man races. They go on bikes like that and stuff. Absolutely. I the guys pitched me on the whole thing. You calf
0: bustle, but you do have to get used to it. He got his left foot out. Yeah. But you should have got off the left side because his left foot got free. His right one was still caught in the pedal, right. and then he totally went down. Now on the other flip side, Donna Perry, he is 79 years old. Like where right. was the secret service who knows where harris was it, it to me that just sums up you know some 20 something we'll put him in there he's got to have the full look like what what are you talking about he's right. not mayor pete he's old joe that you know he's oh my and God, john they, and
2: you're you're so right like obviously then their whole photo op thing bombed horribly because yes. now what goes around the world is he tumbles down to the ground, is that's the photo, right? And that's the one that goes viral. I mean, they they have this like false notion, like, who are you kidding? They're trying to show he has stamina, he's healthy, he's athletic. I, I think the bike riding thing and and really this is like You know that that's just so so unfortunate. But then it's also, if you're the PR team, like you say, John, who is approving this? It's like he's like you. You're and also, if I may, just like you're not fooling anyone.
0: No, and I don't think
2: just because. Good word. He he can wear a helmet and do a mile bike ride does not translate into the public's thinking, oh well then that's he not. does have a grasp on the economy. No.
0: Like that's that's,
2: exactly. that's how the PR team thinks. You know? That is
0: that is exactly right. Folks, quick break, much more ahead. Donna Perry right here on the John DePietro show. We- the next time you have an emergency, head straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122 in Johnston, or East Greenwich 5750 Post Road. AtMed Urgent Care. Urgent health care facility providing comprehensive outpatient health care to individuals, families, specializing in ambulatory medicine. Diagnostic treatment service. AtMed Urgent Care. They provide immunization, school, sports physicals, they're a cost efficient healthcare alternative to hospital based emergencies. They're open seven days a week, walk in routine urgent care, minor surgical, orthopedic and trauma, work related injuries, physical exams, drug testing, full laboratory services, and with AtMed Urgent Care, they offer mononuclear antibody infusions. You, someone in your family suffering from COVID, you want to go straight to AtMed Urgent Care. Two locations, Johnston, 1524 Atwood Avenue, Suite 122, or East Greenwich, 5750 Post Road, online at atmedurgentcare.net. We're speaking with independent columnist, opinion maker, it's Donna Perry. And DJ, just getting to the uh, economy, uh, Janet Yellen was on with Stephanopoulos over the weekend. I mean, you want to talk about monotone, yeah, no enthusiasm. Right. I, I, just the fact that she got to that job clearly and overhead. Larry Summers was on Meet the Press, gave far more accurate of, you know, the mistakes that are being made. It it is frightening right now, where the White House almost seems to be trying to stay positive. But that piece I sent you, I mean, um, yeah, prices of airline travel are outrageous. Pricing of housing is. Outrageous groceries, gas. This is a a runaway train. And it's 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 very frightening. And frankly, the Biden White House, this business of well, things are even worse in other countries. We, Americans don't care how much the price of gas is in France or Germany. This is, right. it is it is very, as you say, unsettling and alarming. It's one thing that it's a bump, but they this is almost like you go to the doctor and Is that episode on Seinfeld where the doctor says, or on Curb, I think, gee, Jim, come in. I don't think I've ever seen anything like this before. Maybe it was (laughs) a mole on George. I mean, this is, they don't know what to do at this point.
2: They, they don't know what to do and you're right. No. And then they come up with like these very obvious talking points. So they're all oh. like on the Sunday show saying this nonsense about like, they're trying to say, well, it's a global problem. And John, do they think that soothes the public? It's no, not. number no. one, it doesn't. It's, it's actually more acute, I would argue in the U S and, and what you're sick, what you're seeing with Yellen and then any of these people, um, you know, so to your point about if people think there's going to be a problem right now when they ha- and they had no choice, so they're raising the interest rates. Well, what does that mean? So now that will actually stifle even getting a mortgage for people because then though you know the mortgage rate that's going to be higher. A car loan, which already has been tough. JD, th- this is how you really have an acute recession, right? Because one thing is leading to another. So then the public's the consumer buying is suddenly going gonna really drop, right? So then the retail sector is like, well, wait a minute, you know, now they're not buying. Um, and I would just note, like, when you talk about these prominent former Treasury Secretary Larry Summers, a guy of that stature, John, he's not gonna go on TV and buy into their talking points. Like he right. he he doesn't care. <laughs> like he's like, okay, I- I'm Larry Summers. And and I'm not going to like just foolishly go along with this, whether he worked for Democrats or not, you know? And I think that's part of what you're seeing. Um, and these, and when the other people go out there, like I said, Jennifer Granholm, who people would argue, John Biden, some of his appointments were not really good, you know? No. And people, she, she was like, you know, a, a, a governor and they, she got on the inside track and all this stuff. And okay. They put her, she has no idea how to like, deal with the, with the oil crisis and, and that it's a shortage. And now you have gas like this and a guy like Larry Summers, like I say, none of them are going to spin for him. So there's, I think there's going to become um, a, a, it, by what they're talking about. It is very frightening for people, J.D., oh. because just as we are all in the same boat in a way, and you're coming really trying to come out of the pandemic well, now there's like this whole worldwide worry about, and if the U.S. is going to hit a recession, right under his watch, I don't see how anyone in his team can think. Like, there's only so much you can fool the public. And you're not going to fool them when all of these prices are just right in front of them. And, and the John, they don't have a solution. I mean, they have this mild thing talking about a gas tax holiday. So what's that? One weekend in the summer, right? Yeah. Like.
0: <laughs> That doesn't mean, and even Larry Summers said, I'm not fond of these gimmicks. Donna, before we let you go, just right now, it's the end of June. A lot of eyes are going to be on the Supreme Court, but you've worked on Capitol Hill. What, what, uh, do you see any, I, I just think at this point, there is nothing that Team Biden can do, the Democrat Party can do. This could be a real shellacking in the fall with, with the midterms. This is, there is really nothing to rally around. You talk about, you know, the progressives, AOC, that whole crew, they're quiet. To the credit, the party, they pulled every everything out of, every trick they have out of their bag yep. they've tried, whether it be, you know, uh, guns or abortion or the Supreme Court or whatever. Um, they were even trying the J6 thing. I, I just think this, th- there is no way to escape it. The country's in a sour mood this is the party in control. I think this is, this is going to be a blowout of massive proportions of the fall.
2: Right. I, you know why, John, the other thing people forget is when you don't even have to get as far as November. I mean, we're talking all the right. primaries are really yes. creeping up within what, two and a half months. Yeah. So, I mean, people begin to get locked in. Um, we're talking a lot of those can be, you know, they're like September primaries. And so, um, no, I, I think There is a lot of sense of that. A lot of prominent Democrats, they can say they're trying to like, are they trying to run away from him? But they they can't answer for these huge, huge problems. And they don't have an answer. I would say he's definitely doesn't have a cabinet of people who, you know, collectively, they're not that strong. Uh, You don't see people getting on the air and they you know, in all respect to Gina Raimondo, but, you know, like they, don't. Oh. You, know, you could be the smartest person in the room, but they don't really have, when it's this level of, they're just getting pummeled on the economic issues. Okay. Um, and most indications, if you go by, you know, precedent, historical track record, this kind of a pummeling, you, you just get really dumped out. I, that's yeah. how I see it. I don't see, and none of this is a, is a kind of thing that turns around. And like I say, we're talking more like three months till the primaries.
0: Yes. So one final note, you know, you made a very good point And that is it's at that age, it's very clear that the president, he's just unable to absorb a lot of information. Yeah, sure. And anyone that, you know, spent Father's Day weekend and going to visit uh, an older parent or a grandparent you don't, you know, burden certain older people. You don't burden them with a lot of details. They can become right. frustrated. Right. Uh, I think it would be very frustrating with his staff where they're trying to go through and explain, you know, the, the baby formula shortage and the price of gas. And and you don't have someone engaged. You have someone that's just kind of, hey, I've been there, done that. you got to remember what you've been talking to. I've been right. in town for, yeah. you know, over 50 years. I think it would be very, very problematic uh folks again she is independent columnist, opinion maker it's not a parody dj great job as always and uh, we will talk to you again great to talk to you grilling time means grill time and for the best grill get a new grill stop in and see my friends j's broadway appliance and tv j apostrophe s yes, broadway appliance and tv located 47 cedar swamp road that's route 5 smithfield you can call them 401 949 7800 springtime summer this is the best time to grill outside they have a great selection on grills they also have a great selection on all appliances family-run business since 1963. remember you're going to deal directly with the owner and they will match or beat any package deal when it comes to appliances do you need a new refrigerator how about a new dishwasher washing machine dryer oven microwave jay's broadway appliance look for them online at jsappliance.com also on Facebook springtime, summer is grill time stop in and see them they're open Monday through Friday from 10 to 5 you can make an appointment for more personal Saturday and Sunday appointments J's Broadway Appliance and TV 401-949-7800 better yet, drive in and see them 47 Cedar Swamp Road Route 5 in Smithfield folks, remember 6028, 439 6028, whether it's tree removal, stump grinding, tree pruning, emergency service, bucket truck service, and bobcat service. Since 2006, they've been performing tree removal service. On top of that, nothing stumps. Yankee Tree Service, they provide stump grinding. Enjoy your landscape without the eyesore. As far as pruning, well, let them get up there. Oftentimes a tree can be pruned instead of cutting it down. At Yankee Tree Service, their licensed arbiters help you decide what's best, the treatment plan for your tree. And maybe it's an emergency service. Did something come down? Call them today, 439-6028, 439-6028. If they have to, they get right up there in the bucket. Yankee Tree Service, since 2006, tree trimming experts. Give them a call. 439-6028 439-6028 or online at yankeetreeservice.com thing to the john DePietro show it's am 1380 99.9 fm remember you can always listen online at our website depetro.com folks visit the website on the website you'll see all our links to social media whether it's facebook or youtube instagram even TikTok. plus you if you want to reach me that's the best way to do it we have unique original stories videos contact log on right at the website depetro.com. brother's disposal call them today 401-688-0517 brother's disposal get a dumpster in your driveway you can clean out unwanted belongings maybe clean out your garage clean out your basement clean out your attic old toys old things you don't even use anymore old furniture it's so much easier when you have a dumpster delivered right to your home and then they'll take it away when you're done whether it's for a weekend for a week for a month brother's disposal call brother roland today at 401 401-68-0517. come on brother call brother's disposal look for them on facebook they have those purple dumpsters they're also now offering weekly trash collection services call brother's disposal today whether it's a small household construction project or maybe just cleaning out some unwanted belongings get a dumpster in your driveway or business brother's disposal 401 517